Irish Community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. In every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness Guinness.
Folks, welcome to Keologus Crack on this gloomy Saturday in Toronto. Having a few technical difficulties in the studio here, but we got the lads on the line. Where are you? Anyways. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're, uh, we're down here in lovely Manhattan, an absolutely gorgeous day here. The sun is uh, splitting the rocks. As the uh, as the old commercial used to say back home for the harp ads, you could fry an egg on a rock out here. <laughs> It's a gorgeous day down here. We're down here, of course, because Sligo's taking on um, New York in the uh, championship, kicking the whole thing off tomorrow. And we're in uh, a lovely Sligo-owned pub, Cahill Clark's pub, uh, down here on 34th and Park Avenue, and uh, a place called The Long Hall, and, uh, and it's gorgeous here. The Long Hall. Hey, listen, I, I see uh, Mark checked into that place yesterday on Facebook, so you haven't left yet. Uh, <laughs> we left it kind of late last night, Jay, but uh, we're, we're good to go now. We're down here to uh, to see if uh, Sligo can uh, can pull off a win in the championship. Championship kicks off, of course, this weekend, so we're really looking forward to, to seeing that. They're taking this one very seriously because last year, as many of our listeners would remember, um, New York almost beat uh, Roscommon last year. Roscommon won that game with last kick of the game. So um, a lot of people are uh, a lot of people are fairly bullish about New York's chances here and. The fellow in the pub here is from Galway. We're going to get him on here in a little while as well, Jay. And uh, he knows a few people up in Toronto that we have in common. Uh, so it's a small world. But he uh, he put a couple of hundred dollars on New York. His cousin is sent full back of the New York team tomorrow. So it should be very interesting. Lovely. So just yeah, a, it's, Sorry, I was going to say it's the second time Sligo's played New York. Is it? In New York? Uh, they were out here before, yeah. It's about every, I think it's every five years, right, uh, that um, each of the teams will be coming out because uh, New York is in uh, in that in that division. So the uh, Roscommon will come out, Leitrim, Galway, Mayo, and, and Sligo all make it out here. So. so it's great. And there's a huge crowd, I suppose, uh, that, that the lads are saying here that have come out with the Sligo team as well. So uh, we'll be meeting a lot of, uh, lot of Sligo folks over the next uh, day or so. And uh, catching up on a few stories now, so it'll be good. And uh, we're going to get the big Irish breakfast here now in a wee while, so we're looking forward to that. The full Irish is coming on. So, of course, we had uh, Enda Kenny, uh, t was in uh, town this week, and uh, fair play to him. He got out last night and decided that he would do the darkness into light walk. And uh, we had a call, actually, last night here from uh, Ethna Heffernan, our good friend, and she was saying that uh, Tisha McKenney was had made the decision that he was going to do the uh, darkness into light. And Mark this morning pulled up Ellie Reynolds, of course, with Celtic Canada, had got a little interview with, with Tisha Kenda. And uh, very good. If people want to check out uh, Ellie's Facebook, you can, uh, you can get that little interview. They're huddling up in the rain. So uh, at least he would have felt at home anyway with the weather that he was getting out here. That's for sure, yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, the other things I suppose that we should uh, cover off, Cork City are flying it 
their uh, unbelievable run. Unbeaten, now, are they? Unbeaten, and another big win against Finn Harps last night, five nothing. So that was uh, that was pretty uh, pretty incredible. Shamrock Rovers beat uh, Dundalk two one, and um, Bray tied with St Pat's one one. Drogheda tied with Galway two two, and Derry beat Bowes two nothing. And Sligo go at it a little bit later on today with Limerick. So we'll see how that goes. They'll win that one, would they? Either win. Be a bit depleted now because some of their players are out here. A few lads to be out here celebrating, all right. <laughs> and a big shout out actually to uh, on the golf scene. Uh, Seamus Power has the clubhouse lead jointly with Billy Hurley the third in the uh, Wells Fargo. So best of luck to Seamus trying to make the big 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 breakthrough on the PGA Tour. That'll be something, now, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. I mean, he's uh, nobody talking about him at all. I mean, he could uh, represented Ireland, of course, in the Olympics and did a great job there. So uh, best of luck to him. Now we'll be watching him. We'll be watching him a little bit. And um, come here to me. I was reading there where uh, Tomas O'Shea, who's the pundit now. Yeah. Tomas, fairly good man to predict stuff. Right. Especially the GA stuff. What's he got? He's predicting New York to pull off the upset. Oh, my gosh. So I don't like this now, but I'll have the jersey on. We'll be cheering. When when the flag on that's come out, I just want you to know. Myself, Charlie, we've got your back here. We'll be cheering You'll be cheering them on. We'll be cheering them on. Yeah. All right, good. Don't worry good, about good. that. Delighted to hear that. Our poor uh, Toronto Raptors are in touch. Oh my goodness! Down three nil, they just look like they're in a, in a different class altogether. Uh, Cleveland look like they're going to they're going to cripple the city here now for the summer. What are, what are we going to do with ourselves? We have to rely on Toronto FC, and that's it. Toronto FC and the uh, the Wolf Pack, the uh, the rugby, the new rugby team in town. Now we'll have to go down and cheer them on at uh, what they're calling the Den down there, and see if uh, of course it's on rugby league though, but sure, something to watch anyway. Yeah, isn't absolutely, it? yeah. Rugby league is uh, an exciting enough point. And speaking of rugby, uh, the four provinces are going at us uh, today, all mm. a little bit just after the show, actually, but quarter past five Irish time, and they will be uh, Munster are taking on Connacht. And good news for uh, for Ireland, and I suppose for Munster, is uh, that uh, Conor Murray is back on the bench. He trained this week, so so that's good. And then Ulster will be taking on your Leinster boys uh, at the same time as well. So. Yeah, very good, very good. So, Jay, uh, have you got some good tunes there lined up? Oh, I who have was some. That, by the way, who, who did you kick off the show with there? That was Villagers and the song Courage. And um hadn't planned on playing that, but what happened was the USB key I brought in here this morning with all the tunes on it didn't load up into the player. So, luckily, I had a backup from the last show. I don't know what's on there. <laughs> we'll right. give it a go. We'll see We'll see what's we'll on do there. Redo. I'm sure it'll be some good tunes. It'll be a repeat of a, a past show, that's for sure. Oh, no. So, and what about that uh, Mayo song? You won't have that on there. So on. here, the lads are, are, are working away here for me oh, in the good, studio, good, good, good. trying to recover the files. But, uh, yeah, we had a, a, a Mayo song lined up, and we all also had a, a question that you had for Enda there during the week. And uh, hopefully, yes. hopefully we can get that and we can get those on. I didn't get the... Uh, we were down, of course, at the chamber breakfast yesterday at the hothouse and uh, Andrew Lappy has to give a shout out did a, a wonderful job down there uh, super breakfast that he put on his staff are amazing and uh, fair play to uh, to Andrew and Eleanor they did a, a, they did themselves proud and uh, did the city proud yesterday hosting Enda and everybody else of course the ambassador was in town as well and I was really hoping to get Enda on uh, for the show and uh, get an album uh, private a uh, little few minutes with them, but uh, you know the usual when these uh, fellas are in town, the handlers are pushing and pulling them all around the place. Yeah. So we didn't, but I they invited me into the media scrum, 
So I was in there with RTE and uh, the, the newspapers, and uh, I got the question in anyway. So it's a pity you can't play that, but sure, it's all right. Well, hopefully we can now. Like, like I said. It was very good now, I have to say. Um, wouldn't uh, I would never have seen him speak before, but uh, he spoke very well about the country and where we're going, and even though there's tough times ahead with the whole Brexit thing, very, very positive about where the country will be. So... Uh, Inspirational. So inspirational, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give you, you know, if you're sitting there now, if you were sitting in that audience as a, even a Canadian there thinking, of, where yeah. where would I invest in terms of going well, starting a business? You'd be saying, Chippers, I'd give Ireland a hard on the shot there. So. Here, listen to me. Did you did you wear your Star Wars socks? Oh, of course I had the Star Wars socks on, yeah. <laughs> I did a good... I had my Stormtrooper ones, the white ones. <laughs> nice, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Excellent. All right, you want to play an old so tune? So we kick on here? I'll see what's on this USB key here and uh, load yeah. load one on up. Blind, it's, it's, yeah. it's like um, what was that show that uh, Silla Black used to have there? Blind Dave. <laughs> blind, blind Dave, Dave. exactly. Yeah. Blind tunes. Actually, no. Here we got the Dubliners with the oh, old oh, with the yeah. old man. So we'll ah, great, a, great tune. We'll start this lovely, on, and we'll we'll talk lovely, this. There's a lovely couple of pictures here: Ronnie Drew and Luke Kelly in this pub here. So uh, nicely done. Well done. That's good fitting there. So. All right. All right. We'll, we'll chat you in a wee bit. We'll chat you in a bit. All right. Good luck. Bye, bye, bye. At the turning of the century, I was a boy of five. My father went to fight the Boers, and he never came back alive. Oh, my mother was left to bring us up, and no charity she'd seek. So she washed and scrubbed and scraped along. On seven and six a week. When I was twelve, I left the school and I went to find a job. And with grown kids, me ma was glad of the extra couple of bob. I'm sure that longer schooling would have stood me in good stead. But you can't afford refinement when you're struggling for your bread. And when the Great War came along, I didn't hesitate. I took the royal shilling and went off to do me bit. We fought in mud and tears and blood for years or thereabouts till I copped some gas in Flanders and was invalided out. And when the war was over and we'd finished with the guns we got back into civvies cause we thought the fighting done. We'd won the right to live in peace, but we didn't have such luck. But soon we found we had to fight for the right to go to work. In 26, the general strike saw me out on the streets. And I had a wife and kids by then, and their needs I had to meet. All a brave new world was coming. And the brotherhood of man. And when the strike was over, we were back where we began. Oh, I struggled through the thirties, out of work down again. I saw the black shirts marching and the things they did in Spain. I brought me kids up decent and I taught them wrong from right. Oh, Hitler was the boy that came and he taught them how to fight. My daughter was a land girl. She got married to a yank. And they gave my son a medal 
for stopping one of Rommel's tanks. He was wounded just before the end, and he convalesced in Rome. And he went and married an Italian nurse, and he never bothered to come home. Oh, my daughter writes me once a month a cheerful little note about their colored tellies and the other things they've got. They've got a son, a likely lad. He's nearly 21. Well, they tell me now he's being called up to fight in Vietnam. Oh, we're living on the pension now. And it doesn't go too far. Not much to show for the life, it seems, like one long bloody war. And when you think of all the wasted lives, it makes you want to cry. I'm not sure how to change things, but by Christ, we'll have to try. Well, that was the Dubliners. Lovely tune, the old man. So I think I got the USB thing sorted out, and uh, we'll be able to play those tunes and get that question that Kenny had on for our end at the press scrum there during the week. Anyways, we got Desmond Devoy in the line from Ottawa, and he's going to give us the news from Ireland. How are you doing, Desmond? How you doing, Jay? I'm doing great. Glad you got that USB key sorted out there. And uh, good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Well, Ken got to meet Enda Kenny this week, and so did I, because Tishak Enda Kenny was in Canada this week for what may turn out to be his final foreign trip as Ireland's head of government. But the questions over his future as leader did not stay behind in Ireland. The news from Ireland was on the scene at Montreal's Place Ville-Marie on Thursday, May 4th, and can give you the inside scoop on how Daniel McConnell, political editor of the Irish Examiner, got a verbal tongue-lashing from Kenny. Kenny had just delivered a speech to the Chamber of Commerce of Metropolitan Montreal, during a joint appearance with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. During his speech, Kenny mentioned that people wanted, quote, clarity and certainty from their political leaders. A pool of Irish reporters were covering Kenny's visit to Canada, and it was decided during a press lunch amongst the print reporters that, like Neil O'Connell, no, Neil O'Connor, rather, of the Irish Independent, that McConnell should ask a question about his political future during a joint press conference with Kenny and Trudeau. The question prompted a terse reply from the Irish leader. I can't believe, actually, that you have traveled this distance to ask that question, Kenny said. He continued that he was on a trip to attract jobs and investment to Ireland, noting that it is, quote, my business here. Next question. McConnell challenged Kenny that he had, in fact, not answered the question, asking if he would make the position, his position clear at a Finnegale party meeting on Wednesday, at which Kenny reiterated his bewilderment at McConnell's question about his leadership. Earlier in the day, Kenny had visited with members of the Irish-Canadian community in Montreal at Concordia University School of Irish Studies. On Friday, Kenny spoke to a morning meeting of the Toronto branch of the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce and held engagements with Enterprise Ireland and Tourism Ireland. As Ken mentioned at the top, before any of his Toronto engagements, Kenny marched along the shores of Lake Ontario before dawn, an electric candle in hand for the Darkness into Light March, an annual suicide awareness and prevention event. Kenny, speaking in Montreal, invited Trudeau to visit Ireland during his Concordia speech, which the News from Ireland also was present for. He thanked Canada for its work visa program, which is very popular among young Irish people, and for Canada always being, quote, so welcoming a nation, as they always were. In sports news this morning, the Football Association of Ireland has widened its investigation into Athlone FC's 
at Lone Town FC's soccer club as part of an alleged match-fixing scandal. This brings to three the total number of games that the FAI is investigating after it was revealed that the Gardaí are investigating allegations into the League of Ireland team. The Irish Times reports that the FAI first began its investigations into one game in particular on Wednesday after it received a detailed report from UEFA which shone the light on irregular betting patterns around Athlone Town's first division game against Longford Town on Saturday, April 29th. Last weekend, about 400,000 euros was bet on the game on the Asian betting market. Athlone lost the game 3-1 to and a late goal by Longford is believed to also be part of the investigation. In policing news this morning, Gardaí Commissioner Noreen O'Sullivan is facing renewed calls for her to step down as the head of the National Police Force. Fina Foyle is calling for O'Sullivan's departure, but Tishik Endekenny and Justice Minister Francis Fitzgerald have already stated that they support her. O'Sullivan appeared before the Oireachtas Public Accounts Committee this week into financial irregularities at the Garda College in Templemore, County Tipperary. An internal Garda audit showed poor financial management there, according to RTE News. Also, more than €124,000 was collected from land owned by the Office of Public Works that was bought but never used for a tactical training centre. O'Sullivan told the committee that many of these problems are legacy issues going back more than 30 years and that she was only made aware of the problems in 2015. However, the Labour Party is claiming that others they have spoken to said that the problems were known before then, while the Justice Department claims it did not know about the problems at the college until last year. Well, this week in Irish history, on May 6, 1882, the newly appointed Chief Secretary of Ireland, Lord Frederick Cavendish, and his secretary, T.H. Burke, were murdered in the Phoenix Park in Dublin by a rebel gang. Cavendish had only arrived in Ireland that day. On May 5, 1981, IRA hunger striker Bobby Sands, MP, died in Longkesh Prison following a 66-day hunger strike. He would be the first of 10 IRA men to die on the hunger strike to be, they were striking to be granted political status. On May 3, 1916, Thomas James Clark, Thomas McDonough and Patrick Pierce were the first Easter Rising leaders to be executed by the British, having been found guilty of, quote, partaking in an armed rebellion for the purposes of assisting the enemy. On May 2, 1945, Taoiseach Eamon de Valera signs the Book of Condolence on the death of Adolf Hitler at the German Embassy in Ireland. Ireland maintained neutrality during the war. On May 1, 1769, Arthur Wellesley, the first Duke of Wellington, is born in Dublin. He became famous for his military victory over Napoleon at Waterloo and, in 1828, became the first Irish-born British Prime Minister. Also on May 1, 1854, songwriter Percy French is born in County Roscommon, and on April 30, 1994, an early version of Riverdance performed for the first time during the Eurovision Song Contest in Dublin. And that was the news from Ireland for this week. New York, Montreal, Toronto, Calgary, Ottawa. We've covered a lot of ground here today. Another group of people who are known to cover a lot of ground, our sponsors, Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.aerlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with Jay and Kyo Like It's Crack. So until next week, folks, Slango go foil.
lovely. That's a band by the name of Fluke. I think I'm saying that right. I hope I am. And that's their song called The Sligo Reel. I heard that's the tune that the Sligo players put on just before they go out on the field to get themselves going. <laughs> Good man, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would, that would get someone going all right. That, that was deadly. Lovely. I'll tell you, there's a couple of handy footballers um, on the New York team tomorrow. There's a former Mayo County player by the name of Tom Cunniff playing. And um, there's also a former Dublin All-Star hurling player by the name of uh, Danny Suckler. And um, there's a couple of players also uh, of uh, New York, born in New York, actually born and raised. So uh, two of them actually lining out, one in the middle of the field, the other in corner forward. So it'll be interesting, very interesting. We'll have to get them numbers. We will, huh? Track them down. Is this some plate that just arrived in front of You should see what came out here now, Jay. A savage breakfast here. Full Irish. Irish. should take a picture, post it on uh, Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mark is great at that stuff. The bacon, we've got the, 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 the tomatoes, the sausages, the eggs. And uh, I'm having a salad here. <laughs> You're having a salad, yeah? I am, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The black pudding, the white pudding, deadly. I want to give a shout-out, too, to um, Eddie and Carmel back there in Sligo. That'll be, uh, and Cottle's, Cottle, who owns the pub here, is, and that'll be the mammy back there. So uh, we shout-out to them, and uh, he's doing great. He's looking good out here, so yeah. no worries. Um, Jay, just also wanted to mention um, we're going to have a contest uh, running up to the May the 30th. Uh, Flogging Molly are coming out here. They're playing at the Danforth Music Hall on May the 30th. And we've got a couple of tickets to give away every show uh, running up to May the 30th. And so for today, we have two tickets to give away. So if we get an old text or an email to mark at saturdayirishradio.com or ken at saturdayirishradio.com. And if you could just tell us who are New York playing tomorrow in the in the first round of the football championship? Who are New York playing? First one in is going to get two tickets to see the Flogging Mollies there. Great band. Great bunch of lads, actually. Brilliant. American lads. Great, great bit of music there. I have one of their tunes yeah. lined up, actually, for, for today's ah, show. Brilliant. Ah, Look at that. Good tie-in. It's like, the, like, like, like the stars were aligned, Jay. Yeah. I tell you. And uh, speaking of getting things lined up, I assume there, there's going to be a bit of an old uh, Mayo tune ready to go here. Um, because tonight's a big night for the Mayo community in Toronto um, as they honour the Mayo Person of the Year, Mary Kelleher. And um, Mary is um, going to be honoured tonight. It should be a great night. That's one of the one of the better nights on the uh, on the calendar here in the Irish community. So we wish them the very best of luck. Hope they get a great attendance there for that. And uh, I'm sure there'll be tickets still available if you were to call Kathleen Morley. And uh, this was a song that um, we wanted to play for um, uh, for Mary, and it's uh, Jerry Guthrie's uh, rendition of uh, Mayo Will Always Be Home. Jay, if you want to line that one up for us. Okay, I'll lash that on now, lads. Sorry. Good man, your song. The barman's calling, time gentlemen, please, at a dark corner table. He seemed ill at ease. His face told the story his eyes would betray. He said, friend, are you going my way? An old faded picture he kept in his coat. He came with a letter that his mother wrote. Taken at Easter 1963, he said, everyone's there except me.
of the sun, the cloud on sleeve more, barely a man when he left behind someone who still crosses his mind. Dead, they're all gone now, there's nobody home. His mother saw 90, she died all alone. Time wasn't in it to bid her goodbye. How it hurts to see this old man cry. Mayo will always be home, no matter wherever I roam. Although we're divided by land and by sea, Mayo will always be home to me. We landed in Mayo, this old man and me. By the old home, one last time to see the house and the garden, the open half door, and he said as we stood on the shore, Mayo will always be home, no matter wherever I roam. Although we're divided by land and by sea, Mayo will always be home. The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and P.J. O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of P.J. O'Brien's. Serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. Well, I'm glad we were able to sort that out and get that on there for our Mary. Congratulations again. Mayo Pearson of the Year, tonight that's going on, and uh, we'll kick on with the music here, and since the lads are in New York, I thought I'd play this tune by the Wolf Tones, their take on the streets of New York. I was 18 years old when I went down to Dublin with a fistful of money and a cartload of green. Take your time, said me father, stop rushing like hell and remember all is not what it seems to be. For there's fellas would cut you for the coat on your back or the watch that you got from your mother. So take care, me young bucko, and mind yourself well. And will you give this sweet note to me, brother? 
At the time Uncle Benji was a policeman in Brooklyn And me father, the youngest, looked after the farm When a phone call from America said Send the lad over And the old fella said Sure it wouldn't do any harm For I spent my life working this dirty old ground For a few pints of porter And the smell of a pound Something you learn, I'll see, and you can bring it back home, make it easy on me. So I landed at Kennedy, and a big yellow taxi carried me and me back through the streets and the rain. Well, me poor heart was pumping around with excitement. And I hardly even heard what the driver was saying. We came in the short parkway to the flatlands in Brooklyn, to my uncle's apartment on East 53rd. I was feeling so happy, I was humming a song, and I sang, you're as free as a bird. Well, to shorten the story, what I found out that day was that Benji got shot down in an uptown foray. And while I was flying my way to New York, poor Benji was lying in a cold city mall. Well, I phoned out the old fella, told him the news. I could tell he could hardly stand up in his shoes. He wept as he told me, go ahead with the plan, and not to forget, be a proud Irish man. So I went up to Nelly's beside Fordham Road, and I started to learn about lifting the load. But the heaviest thing that I carried that year was the bitter sweet thoughts of my hometown so dear. I went home that December, cause the old fella died. Had to borrow the money from a fill on the side. And all the bright flowers and brass couldn't hide the poor wasted face of me father. I sold up the old farmyard for what it was worth. And into my bag stuck a handful of earth. Then I boarded a train and I caught me a plane. And I found myself back in the U.S. again. It's been 22 years since I've set foot in Dublin. Because no to use the correct knife and fork. But I'll never forget the green grass and the rivers As I keep law and order in the streets of New York
Hello, Tishak. Welcome to Toronto. Uh, Ken Tracy from Keologus Crack Radio here in uh, Toronto. You mentioned in your meeting this morning about Irish growth in business, a uh, forecast of 4.3%. Is this Celtic Tiger Part 2? No, this is a very different, a very different average. Uh, the, 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 so, the so-called veneer of endless wealth that that uh, in the days before recession uh, is not part of our future. We have a very well, carefully managed uh, economy now in the interest of all the people. And we want to use the fruits of that engine uh, to deal with those who are vulnerable, to deal with those who are challenged, uh, and to spread the benefit of that so that Ireland can continue to prosper. As I said in my few words in the introduction, the Brexit situation is an accident that has happened that we did not want to happen, but that we must accept and deal with it. And beyond that lies now increased potential for Ireland as a small outward trading nation to deal with our single market and continue to deal with the benefits of that. But also with CETA now being in place and soon to be operated provisionally will allow us an extra advantage and opportunity to trade with Canada and Canada and Ireland. So um, we never want to go back to the days of boom and bust, so-called Celtic Tiger years. We've been through all of that and the recession that impacted upon every single person in the country. So our way for the future is to continue to provide opportunity, manage the economy prudently and fairly in the interests of all our people, with particular emphasis on those who are vulnerable and those who are challenged. And at the same time, provide opportunities for young people Lovely stuff. There you go, Kenny. There's that question. It sounds like Enda was Enda was ready for it. It's, it did, didn't it? Now he was uh, a bit long-winded on it, wasn't he? he was, but in he, fairness, now it was a good answer. It was a good answer. And, yeah. um, you know, and it's and it's good to hear too that uh, they don't want to let it go as crazy as it uh, it did the last time, right? Yeah. So uh, Jay, uh, I'm sitting here now with a, a young man from Galway. And uh, Fergus here is after throwing up savage breakfast to us. And uh, he also, it's a small wee world, you know. We come in here to this place, and uh, he, he knows a good pal of ours from the Galway Arms. Uh, isn't that right, Fergus? That's right, yeah. Yeah, but how are you working in the Galway Arms? Boys know where well. So uh, how long have you been out here now? I'm here a year now. Uh, so loving life to Minnesota. So. Thank you, Blaine. Loving life. And one of the greatest cities in the world. Why wouldn't you be? Huh? That's this big day tomorrow. Big day tomorrow. But you have the money on the wrong thing there. Huh? Oh, like, I see the value in New York this year. Look how close they came against the Rossies last year. Like, and I suppose there's, there's nothing to stop them tomorrow. Slide over a bit of a weakened team as well. Three to one. Who's going to turn that value down? Good value, yeah. And your cousin is playing for New York too. So you have yeah, the inside scoop, do you? I wouldn't say the inside scoop. Just he's playing full back tomorrow. So hopefully, hopefully he can do me a favour and. Bring me the gravy. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair play to you. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I hope he doesn't, actually. So I'm sorry for your... It'd be awful now if I came here and was the first man to see Gligo losing out here. So if New York if, you know, if New York wins, do you think they could go all the way, do you? I do, yeah. <laughs> so even, even look at London a couple, a couple of years back, they never they never had a bit of a run. And, yeah, it's uh, true. Very true. They put a bit of sting in the tail last year, so... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So anyway, um, we'll we'll throw it out. Uh, oh, there's a lot of people after coming in here, so 
Paul Ferguson had to go running. Do his, he had to do his job. He had to, he had to go do his job there now and get back to... Isn't that a good small thing. world, huh? Small world. Yeah. So fair play to you. We, and we believe that uh, Case might even be listening in back home in Ireland now, so because the texts were flying. Ferguson sent the text and said, there's three lads from Toronto here. And she said, let me get Mark O'Brien, Ken Tracy, and Charlie Dorling. Unbelievable. Come here to me. Uh, just, be- just before... Um, just before uh, Ken Fergus uh, came on, I got a call there from Joe Reynolds. All right. Uh, give me the inside scoop on the, 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 the big walk today. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a big sing song in PJs last night at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Then they had a breakfast, and then they went to do the walk. Third. Who was with them all the way? All the way. Enda. Never. Good man, Enda. Fair play to him. Now, I, I do respect for the man now after that. I tell you huh? what. That is something. Fierce. All together. A good map on that light home, I'd say. Oh, I'd say that, all right. I wonder if all his handlers stuck through it as well. Because <laughs> he just yeah. on his own. Yeah. I wonder what he sang. Yeah. Oh, probably some Mayo tunes. In fact, he was very disappointed when he had found out there that the Mayo person of the year night was tonight. If he had known before, he said he would have stayed the extra day. Yeah. Which the cocky seven, I'd say he'd want to stay forever now. He'd be, he'd be very envious of someone else getting the meal person. Says, the meal <laughs> he's the same room. Says I'm answering all them questions about stepping down when he's out here. <laughs> Good stuff. Oh. Anyway, Jay, we'll just uh, we'll throw out a few um, calendar things. Of course, we've been mentioning there off the top that the Mayo Person of the Year uh, is on tonight down at the Port Banquet Hall. And uh, I don't know if there's any tickets left, but of course, if there is, you want to get on the phone to uh, Kathleen Morley and uh, she might be able to sort you out her Valerie there at the Mayo Association. And then next weekend is the uh, the big Rose Ball. So go and uh, check out that. You can get your tickets, of course, from uh, the Irish Cultural Society. And uh, it's a bargain down there. That is, it's always a good night out. And you can, um, it's, a, it's an all-you-can-drink night as well. So you pay your $85 and away you go. Great dinner, great bit of music and, uh, and entertainment, of course, from... Uh, from all the ladies that are participating in that, they seem to be uh, well up for it this year. And um, the uh, the speaking of, of course, Enda been here and talking trade and all that. The uh, Ireland Canada Business Summit is coming up on May 31st. So uh, folks want to find out more about that, they can check out the um, Ireland Canada Chamber of Commerce website. And um, and I suppose we should mention too, just saying about the chamber there. Uh, Matthew Cotter has now uh, stepped down. He's done his role as the president of the chamber. And Rob McDonald is the new, the new uh, man. The new man. We'll have to have Rob on the show sure. and uh, get him to tell us what he's got in the plans for the uh, the chamber in the Great coming fellow. years. Oh, yeah. In good hands there. Yeah, indeed. And uh, just also a shout-out for uh, James McSherry, who um, wanted to let us know that he's having his uh, Irish language weekend again up there in Keswick, Ontario. And that's going to be taking place on June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. And so um, James is looking for uh, for everybody to to get out there and learn a little bit of the Irish language. June second, third, and fourth, uh, the Irish language weekend there. And um, you're also talking about on May 26th, Ken. You got the Open Door um, uh, third annual Kaylee dance, and that's taking place on May 26th to um, on Friday, May 26th to Sunday, May the 28th. Everyone is welcome, and that's going on at the Royal Canadian Legion uh, down on Pape Avenue. The cash bar, Barry's Irish Tea, Home Baked Bread, the whole lot. If you want some information on that, call Geraldine 416-573-1205 or you can call Mary at 
7972 or you can also go to their website www.opendoorkeilis.com that's opendoorkeilis.com you can find them on Facebook there as well brilliant stuff and um, the lad who's coming out to uh, to teach uh, you all a bit on that weekend we might have him on the show in uh, in a couple of weeks and he's apparently a great bit of crack so uh, we'll uh, we'll sort that out Good so there you go Jay that's it that's the calendar yeah that's the calendar for today now lovely so that's about it we'll kick on with some music here are you yeah, going to absolutely let, let me go are you going to stay on the line I will stay on the line here grand so we'll get the flogging Molly's tune on here this is welcome oh yeah Adam's excellent When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? 
live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keene family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook, and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home, and not too far from home, at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date, and make it for the Galway Arms. Good stuff. Uh, well, that's... Yes, indeed. Good stuff. Did you, did you like that plug on Molly's tune, yeah? Very good, yeah. It's in the, the emails will be flying in now to win them tickets for sure. Yeah. And, of course, a reminder of uh, that question. If you want two tickets to see Flog and Molly, you just have to tell us who is New York playing in the championship <laughs> tomorrow. Here's clues all together to the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there's, it's, a light, um, it's a light weekend for, uh, uh, for sports. We keep a close eye on Seamus Power, of course. Uh, there is one game now I'd be very interested in letting some people know about, and that is that Leash have defeated Mead in the minor football championship in Leinster. And fair dues to the Leash lads, and uh, took down Mead. Mead. The Leash lads, did they? Yeah. Young lads oh, are great. All right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And so uh, we just hot off the press to the O'Donovan brothers. You'll remember them, of course, uh, oh, from right. the, uh, yeah. the Olympics. Uh, a big congratulations to them. They've just advanced to the uh, the world finals in uh, the regatta in Belgrade. Wow, fantastic. That's, that's coming hot off the press now from our uh, roving reporter, roaming reporter here in the background, Charlie Dorley. He's doing fierce work in the background trying to find us some news stories here down, uh, down in New York. So. Yeah, we learned a lot about Charlie this morning. His communication, uh, his, his communication is not wonderful. He got a call in the hotel room this morning, Ken. You and I witnessed it from his wife asking him where he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was down here in New York for four days and he omitted to tell somebody in his somebody kind of important in his relationship. It was. It was kind of, uh, and all he could think of as the comeback was, how's the weather up there in Toronto? <laughs> he tried to deflect it as best he could. <laughs> so lesson, lesson to all the men out there when you're traveling, would you ever tell your wives where you're going? <laughs> and then when she says, what are you doing down there? I'm here to see Sligo play in New York. Well, which Sligo we play in New York? <laughs> like hockey, maybe, or <laughs> lacrosse or something. Anyway, anyway, a story. You know, if Mo is listening, he is actually here with us. So He's with us, yeah. And we'll take care of him. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, Jay. Excellent thanks for filling our shoes there for us. Uh, big thanks to uh, the Fergus here at the, um, the Long Haul Pub. And um, the best of luck to the Sligo lads tomorrow. Um, no matter what happens, it's always a great day for, for, uh, for the GAA when you can... Um, when you can go to uh, another country, another big city with, with massive Irish uh, Irish roots and, um, and watch our national game being played. So it's going to be a fun day up at the car tomorrow. All right, Jake. Excellent the stuff. official turf of all things. All Good right. Here. So you again. enjoy yourselves. Good luck. Thanks again, Jake. All right. Slán. Slán. Well, there you go. The lads out in New York for that big match tomorrow. Sligo against New York. I think the winner goes on to play Mayo in a few weeks. And we'll end things off here. I'm going to have to play a little Damien Dempsey. And this tune is called Kelly from Killeen. 
and I'll talk to you again. Hopefully I'll be in here sometime soon at the dials and uh, have a great weekend. Slant.